Welcome to Pulp and Paper Radio International, the first place to hear the latest in worldwide pulp and paper news. We're coming to you from Duluth, Georgia, in the United States. Ladies and gentlemen, and welcome to the Sunday, January 28th, 2024 edition of Nips by Pulp and Paper Radio International. I am your host, Steve Roush. We welcome your breaking news. We welcome it. Just send me an email with breaking news in the subject line to steve.roush at ipulpmedia.com. That's S-T-E-V-E dot R-O-U-S-H at ipulpmedia.com. Leading off today, West Fraser Timber will be permanently closing their Fraser Lake, British Columbia facility. Also making headlines last week, Matov says it will save $40 million through a business reorganization and, and layoffs. We'll have more on these stories later in our show today, and we'll be back right after this. When you're thinking of Baylor's, The very best in versatility, innovation, safety, and performance comes from Seabright Products. Since 1984, Seabright has been serving the waste handling and recycling industry with equipment that is designed and built to last. Whatever your need is for a baler, big or small, Seabright Products can help. Give them a call today, 800-253-0532. Or check them out at www.seabrightproducts.com. We're back, and now let's take a look at last week's financial news from the PM40. The PM40 end of the week on Friday, January 26th at 53.16, up 60 points or 1.1% from the January 19th close. Gaining shares outpaced decliners by a 2 to 1 margin. Over the same week, the Invesco Equal Weight S&P 500 Exchange Traded Fund was also up 1.1%. Among the PM40 companies, the week's biggest winners were Glattfelder up 18.4%, followed by Quad Graphics up 9%. The biggest decliner for the week was 3M, down 9, 10.9%. Again, 3M was down 10.9%. Over the past year, Boise Cascade has been the top performer, gaining 83%, while the deepest decliner was Glattfelder, down by 63%. Over the same 12-month period, the Invesco S&P tracker is up 1.1%, while the PM40 is unchanged, and we'll be back right after this. Hear this? That is the sound of well-running equipment in an industrial setting. If your equipment is going pow, bang, thump, 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 you've got problems. You need Failure Prevention Associates. Failure Prevention Associates are equipment condition monitoring specialists. Whether your equipment is old as a hills or the latest industry 4.0 installation, Failure Prevention Associates can get you humming fast. Don't guess. Make decisions from a position of knowledge. www.failureprevention.com Phone number 832-930-0756 Silence is golden. 
Looking for an industrial general contractor who specializes in equipment installation and maintenance? With over 133 years' experience in the pulp and paper industry, C.R. Meyer has the knowledge, skill, and experience for any project. From simple small projects to complex large challenges, call C.R. Meyer. We have skilled craftspeople, project managers, architects and engineers available to capture and construct your vision. Complete your next project to the highest standards safely. Contact C.R. Meyer at 800-236-6650 or crmeyer.com. We're back and now stand by for news. Dateline Alpharetta, Georgia. Matt of to save $40 million through business reorganization and layoffs. Consumer with a recent divestiture divestiture of the company's engineered papers business, Madoff Holdings Incorporated announced organizational realignment initiatives that will streamline organizational size and complexity and leverage business critical resources to enhance customer support, the company said. Now, as a result of these initiatives, the company expects to achieve an annualized run rate of $20 million dollars of overhead cost reduction in 2024 and an additional $20 million by the end of 2026, uh, f- effectively reducing overhead costs by approximately 15% over that time frame. The first wave of this, this initiative is primarily driven by workforce reductions and indexed towards senior levels of organization. The second wave of savings will be unlocked by system integrations, further restructuring, and transactional efficiency. Uh, 2024 charges associated with these initiatives are expected to be $15 to $20 million, which are expected to be incurred predominantly in the first half of 2024. As part of the realignment, the company will reorganize into two new segments starting in the first quarter of 2024, filtration and advanced materials, focused primarily on filtration and protective solutions in end markets and sustainable and adhesive solutions focused on primary focused primarily on release liners industrials healthcare and packaging and specialty papers in markets Christoph Steinzel filtration president has been promoted to group president filtration and advanced materials and Ryan Elwart will join Madov as group president, sustainables and adhesive solutions, effective as of January 30th, 2024. Mr. Elwert joins Madov from Georgia Pacific, where he spent the last 16 years in roles of increasing responsibility, most recently as chief customer officer of Georgia Pacific's customer products division. Dayline, Washington. Durbin, White House, and Hawley call on Supreme Court to reject George Pacific's bankruptcy maneuver to evade accountability. This report is from the U.S. Senate Committee on the Judiciary. U.S. Senate Majority Whip Dick Durbin from Illinois, chair of the Senate Judiciary Committee, led by fellow Senate Judiciary Committee colleagues, Senators Sheldon Whitehouse of Rhode Island and Josh Hawley of Missouri 
in submitting an amicus brief to the Supreme Court in Bestwall LLC versus official committees of asbestos claimants supporting hundreds of thousands of victims of the company's asbestos-linked products. To avoid facing legal claims of victims in court, Georgia Pacific supposedly moved to Texas for less than for less than five hours, offloaded its asbestos-related liabilities onto a shell company called Bestwall, put Bestwall into bankruptcy, and then claimed that Bestwall's bankruptcy protected the entire Georgia-Pacific enterprise from accountability, the committee said. The bipartisan trio of senators urged the court to overturn the Fourth Circuit's decision to approve the stay of asbestos litigation against Georgia-Pacific. Stay tuned, folks. Stay tuned. Friends, how do you listen to Pulp and Paper Radio International? If you have an iPhone or Android, just go to the podcast icon, search Pulp and Paper Radio International. From there, it's quite easy to set up your phone so that all of our episodes of all of our shows are downloaded to your phone automatically. Dadeline, Ballard County, Kentucky. One dead and one seriously injured in a crash near the Phoenix paper mill. A woman died and her passenger was seriously injured in a crash with a semi-truck near the paper mill in western Kentucky. According to Kentucky State Police, They were asked by the Ballard County Sheriff's Office to investigate a two-vehicle crash around 8.30 p.m. local time on Saturday, January 20th, on U.S. 51 at the intersection of Union Construction Gate Road. They say their initial investigation showed a 57-year-old North Carolina man driving a 2021 Freightliner truck-trailer with a semi-trailer and was backing across both lanes of U.S. 51 into the entrance of the Phoenix Paper Mill at Union Construction Gate Road. A 2016 Nissan Altima driven by 70-year-old Teresa Polvik of Wycliffe, Kentucky, was going northbound on U.S. 51 at the time. Troopers say she failed to see the semi-truck and crashed into it, coming to a final rest under it. Polovic, Polovic was elevate, er, airlifted to an out-of-state hospital where she later died. Her passenger, 70-year-old Larry Polovic, also of Wycliffe, Kentucky, was taken to an out-of-state hospital where troopers say he remains in stable but critical condition. According to officials, the driver of the semi-truck did not report any injuries. And we'll be back right after this. This is Jim Thompson with Paparitalo Publications. I want to introduce a new sponsor, which we are really excited to have on board. The Norexico Exchange is a regulated marketplace exchange for pulp and paper futures contracts. Today, we are talking with Miles Cohen, Norexico's North American consultant. Miles, what does Norexico do for the pulp and paper industry? Norexico offers trading in cash-settled financial futures, no physical delivery involved. These instruments are used to manage price risk for paper mills that use pulp as feedstock. While Norexico has been doing this for some time with European, South American, and Asian mill groups, they now have expanded in North America with a representative located here, 
Me, Miles Cohen. Reach me at 803-807-8923. That's 803-807-8923. Or visit Norexico at norexico.com. That's N-O-R-E-X-E-C-O.com. Steam is a powerful energy source. When you need to keep steam on the steam side and fuel, coal, gas, bark, or black liquor on the fire side, you need RMR Mechanical. The leading industrial boiler and mechanical contractor in the United States, we specialize in recovery boiler outages. Tight timetables, difficult conditions, and exacting work standards, all done to the highest levels of safety, require RMR Mechanical. Whether you have a routine outage, new installation, or an emergency, RMR Mechanical can be trusted to perform to meet your needs. Contact RMR Mechanical at rmrmechanical.com. We're back and now back to the news. Dateline Vancouver, British Columbia. West Fraser Timber. Permanently closing Fraser Lake, British Columbia facility. West Fraser Timber. Company Limited announced that it will permanently close its sawmill in Fraser Lake, British Columbia, following an orderly wind-down, which is better than a disorderly wind-down. <laughs> the decision is the result of West Fraser Timber's inability to access economically viable fiber in the region. The closure of Fraser Lake sawmill will impact approximately 175 employees, West Fraser expects to mitigate the impact on the affected employees by providing work opportunity at other West Fraser timber operations. The mill closure will reduce West Fraser timber's Canadian lumber capacity by approximately 160 million board feet. West Fraser timber anticipates recording restructuring and impairment charges of approximately $81 million in the fourth quarter of 2023 related to facility closures and curtailments due to availability of economic fiber sources in British Columbia. Dateline, Pewaukee, Wisconsin. Pewaukee, Wisconsin Quad Graphics machine explodes. No injury. A machine exploded at the Quad Graphics facility in Pewaukee late Sunday night, January 21st. The explosion caused property damage. However, no one was injured. The facility was evacuated for safety and OSHA was notified of the incident according to the Washakasha County Sheriff's Department. Dayline, Atlanta, Georgia. Now here's some good news. West Rock to build new corrugated box plant in Wisconsin. On Wisconsin. West Rock Company announced plans to build a new corrugated box plant in Pleasant Prairie, Wisconsin to meet the growing demand for customers in the Great Lakes region. The company intends to close its existing plant in North Chicago when construction of the new facility is completed. 
Now, this investment will position Westrock to increase its production capabilities and improve its cost profile in the Great Lakes region. Construction is expected to cost approximately $140 million U.S. million and is expected to be partially offset by property sales. Construction will begin in 2024 and is expected to be completed in 2025. And we'll be back right after this. It sounded smart to roll the steam system into your new machine package. Seemed like it was almost free. One vendor, one source of responsibility. Seemed to make a lot of sense. But that was three years ago. And now finding a specialist at that vendor to optimize your steam system is like trying to pick the winner in a lottery. Call one number, 770-447-1400, to be assured your call is answered by someone who knows steam systems. We don't care who made it or how long ago. We can fix it, optimize it. We can take care of your needs. Don't worry about your steam system. Call Fulton Systems at 770-447-1400. Attention papermakers and industry professionals. Want to get an edge? If you haven't stocked up on selections from the Paparitalo Library, you're missing out. From our latest title, The Proper Production Meeting, to owning your own NIP Impressions Library, there is something for everyone. Written by industry stalwart Jim Thompson, the voice of the pulp and paper industry, these are great reads and must-haves for both the industry veteran and industry novice. Check out the Paparitalo Library today. Look for the ads on NIP Impressions at www.nipimpressions.com. We're back and now back to the news. Dayline, New York. Worker dies after getting trapped in a machine at the North Tonawanda, New York, West Rock Manufacturing Facility. A worker died after being trapped in a machine Thursday night, January 18th, at a North Tonawanda Manufacturing Facility, according to city police and firefighters. The incident happened at a West Rock facility in North Tonawanda, Police Chief Keith Glass said. Firefighters responded to the facility at 7.47 p.m. local time. The 58-year-old man, whose name was withheld, sustained critical injuries and was transported to DeGraff Medical Park, Fire Chief Joseph Sakura said. He was later pronounced dead. The Niagara County facility manufactures corrugated containers, according to the company's website. The company's home, as we all know, is in Sandy Springs, Georgia. The Buffalo Office of the Occupational Safety and Health Administration began what it called an inspection on Friday at the West Rock facility to determine whether or not there were any violations of workplace safety standards, an agent spokesperson said. The agency, which has up to six months to complete its review, did not have an estimated completion date for the inspection in North Tonawanda, the spokesperson said. Dayline Europe. SAPI concludes consultation process at the SAPI Lanakin Mill. The persistent global economic downturn is proving to be much tougher than anticipated with depressed markets 
geopolitical instability, and weak economic growth combining to put significant pressure on SAPI, particularly in Europe, the company said. In response, the company announced on the 10th of October 2023 the start of the consultation process on the possible closure of the SAPI Lanikin <coughs> Mill. Excuse me. The company completed the process and agreed on a social plan for the employees. Production of paper ended in December of 2023. The closure of the site should be completed during the second calendar quarter of 2024. Details regarding the financial impact once all closure elements are taken into account will be provided during the first quarter financial results announcement. For SAPI, its strategic focus includes reducing exposure to graphic paper segment while expanding its presence in packaging specialty papers, pulp, and biomaterials. SAPI Europe is focused on building a sustainability-resilient company. This requires evaluating the future of all facets of the business based on market dynamics and market segments. SAPI believe will be the strongest in the future. Dayline New York Quad Graphics Closing Saratoga Springs New York Facility Quad Graphics has noticed, notified its employees that the Saratoga Springs New York plant will be closing on or before May 4th, leaving 450 employees out of work. Quad Graphics was once the largest employer of Saratoga County. The company cited lack of volume and soaring postal costs among their reasons for the closure. Quad printed several magazines, including Business Week, Time, Sports Illustrated, and People, Catalogs, and Direct Mail Advertising, all of which have taken hits with the trends towards the Internet and digital format reading and advertising. Quad went public in 2010 with an initial public offering. The company has 50 printing facilities in 14 countries, including in Europe, Canada, India, and Latin America, with the majority in the United States. Well, that's our show for the day, folks. Have a great week, everyone. Be safe, and thank you for listening to Pulp and Paper Radio International. Thank you for listening to our show today. We appreciate your support. Make sure you're always reading the highest-ranked e-newsletters in the worldwide pulp and paper industry. They are globalpapermoney.com and nipimpressions.com. This program has been produced by Pulp and Paper Radio International, now in its 11th year of delivering worldwide pulp and paper news when and where the listener desires. Copyright 2024. All rights reserved. And remember, whatever you do, please do it safely. We'll be talking to you soon.